Hi, I'm Greg Netto, publisher of InfraDoc America. This episode of the InfraTalk podcast was recorded from our studio at the Exhibition Hall of the 2023 AASHTO Annual Meeting in Indianapolis, Indiana. It features a conversation with Hall Hub's Vice President of Industry Relations and Government Affairs, Matthew Valley, and National Customer Success Director, Houston Merck. We discuss Hall Hub's new EDOT platform, the role data plays in delivering safer, more efficient, and climate-resilient projects, and the role e-ticketing played in paving the way for next-generation e-construction. This is the InfraTalk America podcast. Our thanks to Hall Hub Technologies for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to InfraTalk America. Uh, Matt in Houston. And uh, can I begin by just asking you, and full disclosure, I have a business relationship with Hall Hub yeah. Technologies, which has yeah. been one, very rewarding, and in terms of the experience I've gathered working with, uh, with your extraordinary team and your extraordinary CEO, Joe Spinelli. So, and, uh, uh, and we're gonna talk about EDOT and what that means to Hall Hub Technologies and really the future of uh, digital technology. And we had termed uh, in one of our e-ticketing videos, um, e-ticketing the gateway to next generation e-construction. And what I understand EDOT to represent is essentially that journey to next generation e-construction. So uh, with that sort of buildup, uh, why don't you start, Matthew, talking to us about Hall Hub Technologies and how this journey began. Indeed. Well, uh, it, it all goes back uh, several years ago to uh, the need to help modernize construction and take paper out of the system. Really, the impetus for a lot of this was EDC6 and the focus on electronic ticketing and digital as-builts. And we um, started working with uh, general contractors out in the field, and uh, they had their owners uh, saying we need to think about ways to take the paper out of the process that go along with loads of hot mix asphalt aggregates and ready mix concrete and think about how we can get this information that's already digital in a digital format and basically um, disintermediate the paper paper process and so we started working with um, our general contractor uh, clients uh, to, to help solve this problem and uh, Got uh, some discussions going with the Federal Highway folks, got involved with uh, some of the peer exchanges and really started to take off um, very, very exponentially. And, um, you know, partnered with some phenomenal DOTs, Delaware DOT, very innovative, small state, but they can move very, very quickly on a lot of these transformations. And so um, worked very closely with those folks to um, roll out uh, electronic ticketing and then it, it really exploded from there and you know once one state goes and shows the power of the innovation other states want to follow and uh, there's a there's a common nomenclature about R&D in the DOT space and it doesn't mean necessarily research and development it's uh, rip off and duplicate and so a lot of states and uh, look be proud of it and, and be proud of it yeah so um, you know, uh, Delaware set uh, set the bar high, and other DOTs, you know, followed in the in the footsteps. And um, Houston's been working with uh, the Delaware folks for a number of years now, and um, just their sort of innovation in the. Um, sort of the, the work with Delaware has led to a lot of these other innovations that uh, lay the foundation for the, the EDOT framework. And Houston, what are some of the um, you know, things that you know, Delaware's 
working on and work towards to help inform a lot of the EDOT uh, uh, sort of platform. Yeah, definitely. I think it, it all started at the plant. You know, we kind of kicked things off with e-ticketing and that's where we really jumped into the, the EDOT. Uh, there's so much information. There's so much data out there. There's so many different machines that are out there on the job site. And that's that's what we're working through right now with Delaware is how do we start to pull in insights, pull in information from these machines, from these other sources that are out there to make the, the life on the job site easier? How do we make it quicker? How do we make it more efficient? It's constantly innovating, constantly trying to pull in new resources. There's so many resources out there that have just never been tapped, never been touched. And that's really what we're trying to do is leverage that and bring that back out. You're, uh, three years ago, when I first became affiliated with Hall Hub, it was in the context of a conversation as to uh, how you advance technology in the federal, under the Federal Aid Highway Program with state DOTs. And there are a number of ways, uh, certainly, to do that. But when I began to learn what e-ticketing meant, what it, what it would result in, uh, and frankly, this was after serving, you know, 15 years, both at the state and federal level, uh, helping to run uh, the main DOT and the Federal Highway Administration. Uh, but I was completely ignorant of e-ticketing and, and what it meant until I met you guys. And uh, it's extraordinary. Um, EDC6 and EDC for our listeners is Everyday Counts. Uh, and six represents the, the, the round of uh, innovation implementation initiatives. Uh, so that means 12 years of effort thus far, and we're now, Federal Highway has now launched uh, EDC7. So this is a partnership. It's basically the Everyday Counts partnership with the states. It's Federal Highway that funds and leads it and drives it and states that are essential to it, because obviously they're on the receiving end. But the states are really adopting, deciding, evaluating which initiatives to adopt, what makes sense for them. So it's very much dictated and governed by state DOT decision making. So um, when EDC6 was launched, it included an initiative on digital, including e-ticketing and uh, what they call digital as-built, the overall BIM for infrastructure, open BIM. There's a lot of terms that don't make sense to a lot of people, but fundamentally it's digital project delivery. It's digital tools that will be used to advance and accelerate uh, efficiency and project delivery and, and a whole conversation for another time. But e-ticketing is relevant to this conversation because 43 states a record for everyday accounts adopted this initiative and your company has been involved with a key technology that has really helped catalyze that. So there are scores of states who have made the commitment, who have essentially arranged to have the technology uh, that they need to essentially receive data. And it's all about the data at the end of the day. So that's why, you know, e-ticketing gateway to next generation e-construction, because that data used to be lost to paper tickets. Uh, in an interview, I said, you know, paper tickets are where data go to die. Data is extraordinarily valuable. So talk to us about what EDOT means. And really, you're picking it up from that gateway. You've been through the gateway, and that has opened the door to a lot of other possibilities. What impact will that have on state DOTs? And explain your, your EDOT initiative. Yeah, for sure. So, so really... E-ticketing is sort of that foundation, like you mentioned, right? It helps to get the scale mechanism out 
uh, across the U.S. at this point. I think there's uh, 3,000 plus plants that are connected across the aggregates, uh, asphalt and, and ready mix side of things. There's, I think, you know, 75 million tickets a year that are being delivered electronically across the U.S. And so that sets a really nice platform for building components on top of that. So when we think about, uh, you know, some of the key challenges that our uh, transportation infrastructure faces with regards to, to safety, with regards to environment, and then delivering these projects more effectively, it's, it sets a, a great um, mechanism to help tie a lot of these different pieces together. So as Houston was talking about, um, you know, we're starting to do work with um, the big OEM equipment manufacturers, so Caterpillar and John Deere, to start tying in the equipment that's out on the job site into um, sort of the materials that are being delivered electronically. So what, what this then enables is taking sort of this digital as-built piece really to the next level. But before we get there, we can start to bring these connected equipment devices in as basically smart devices out on job sites to basically um, help inform um, you know where active work zones are that will then enable you know Google and Waze and Apple Maps to see okay we've got an active work zone on the job site and this is just basically with technology that's already existing just thinking about the data in a different way and using that data to inform disparate systems that are that are getting set up. So phenomenal opportunity there. Uh, that's really what the EDOT e platform is about is tying in public private sector uh, together to use this data in ways that help, um, you know, build projects safer, more sustainably and uh, in, a, in a more effective manner with with the digital tools. And, you know, this uh, e-ticketing sets a nice framework and foundation for a lot of these environmental, um, you know, challenges and quantifying uh, what uh, CO2 emissions for a project over the whole life cycle of that project looks like. So when we think about uh, construction materials, we've got, uh, like I said, 75 million tickets across the U.S. You can start to tie those into um, this burgeoning network of EPDs that are getting set up. So EPDs are basically environmental product declarations, um, basically a nutrition label for construction materials getting placed out on the job site. So you know the CO2 emissions from that uh, particular <laughs> load of asphalt that's getting placed there can start to tie that into the ticket and get some real-time insights into what the CO2 emissions are. And so you know, within IIJA and within uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, there's some funding for DOTs to help um, you know, push their um, supply chain in in this direction. And so there's this whole like digital ecosystem getting set up to help inform um, owners on, you know, what the, what the CO2 emissions are of the projects. And so not just are we able to capture the materials that are going down in the job site, you can start to, as we bring the equipment in, you start to get uh, a better sense of what the CO2 emissions are of the placement of that material is as well. So you get a holistic view of CO2 emissions on the uh, the entire project, which is very, very powerful. Um, and environmental product declarations are an EDC7 initiative. A hundred percent, yes. To, 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 the commer to, to the industry, that means state DOTs will be pursuing um, aggressively uh, the development of EPD policies and systems. So, uh, and there are a number of very large and prominent organizations. I, I had an opportunity to interview the, 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 the president of uh, the National Asphalt Paving Association, uh, Audrey Copeland, and uh, she was uh, essentially uh, an early booster 
Um, E-ticketing was actually something that they as an organization advocated for at Federal Highway because they were as interested in getting their people away from other people uh, during the whole COVID uh, situation. So it's, uh, um, help me understand this, on the work site, in a work zone, as you said, there's already all, there's equipment there. Yes. Now, how will your technology, is it adapting or communicating with existing technology? For example, one of our alliance uh, partners is uh, Trimble, yes. and uh, they're obviously very big in uh, machine, uh, uh, automated machine guidance technology. Is that a technology that somehow you tap into to get information about the work zone? Is it is it existing kind of technology? Is it your own sort of? So so I'll let technology? I'll let Houston run a little bit with that one because okay. he's working directly with uh, with Dell Dot and some of their folks to get the equipment on the job sites hooked up. So he can allude uh, a little bit to that, and then we can kind of go from there. Yeah, absolutely. And so just like you mentioned, those on the job site, you've got the information that's coming off. Now we know is this machine active? If this machine's active, somebody's out there. We know that there's a real person out there that we should be concerned with their safety. Now we know that there's material coming to this job site because of the e-ticketing piece. We have great insights into that project is live as it stands right now. Not this project is running for the next 10 months, but there's actually physically people out on site that we wanna be concerned with their safety. And now can we take that and feed that into these other programs to divert traffic, slow down traffic, reroute traffic? How can we use those insights to better protect the people that are out there working? So, so on that too, so a lot of the big OEMs have, um, as the new equipment's coming out, they have devices on the pavers and on the mills that are able to transmit in an open format. So there's a format called uh, AEMP 2.0, which is basically a, a standard for getting data, uh, telematics data from the fleets sort of across the, the supply chain. So able to tap into that, use that. Like you said, Trimble, they have aftermarket solutions for some of the older equipment that uh, needs that retrofitting, able to retrofit that equipment that can then transmit. And when we think about this first step, right, getting safety is obviously paramount on this. But when you think about where this starts to go is you can start to get better insights into how that particular piece of machine is performing out in the field. If you have a paver out there, you can understand the volume of material that's going through that paver, where that paver is located, and you're basically able to build uh, real-time digital as-builts as that uh, as that equipment's performing the work over time. And so definitely partnering with uh, the big uh, other technology players out there is gonna be paramount in uh, in this and sort of bringing those folks together. Um, and, and open, you know, open standards, you mentioned that a little bit before, that's uh, gonna be a key thing in, in helping all of this accelerate to where we need it to go. Obviously, Federal Highway has the BIM for infrastructure roadmap. We wanna make sure that the innovation is able to get spurred through uh, through open standards. And obviously, Ashto is doing a phenomenal job of that with their Ashtoware Open API, I think, which is getting announced uh, here shortly. And uh, that's just gonna help spur additional innovation and additional ways of using the data more intelligently to help deliver uh, projects safer, more sustainably, and more efficiently. I've never seen a technology spread across the country in the context of state DOTs and the Federal Aid Highway Program like e-ticketing. It, it was just uh, completely remarkable. Now, a lot of that had to do with the circumstances. Uh, COVID, as I said, caused uh, states to want to do something about separating people in a number of ways, but including getting 
you know, people climbing up on trucks in a work zone, collect, you know, grabbing a paper ticket. So from a safety standpoint, not ideal to say the least. Um, so you really had the opportunity to, uh, with e-ticketing, to uh, address a, a real safety issue uh, in the work zone and the opportunity to uh, essentially uh, now, now utilize, harness, utilize, and, and manage data that was essentially going to die with the paper tickets. So you've got this whole new stream of data coming from simply the movement of construction materials to a job site. Um, when you talk about EPDs and the sort of system you've just described in the work zone, collecting information from other equipment that's already there, is that another source of data that now becomes something of value where it didn't exist before? Oh, 100%. 100%. And when we think about, you know, again, I go back to Federal Highway's BIM for Infrastructure Roadmap. When we think about how DOTs are managing this, you know, complex network of projects that are getting delivered, all of this data is going to help inform these these next generation digital models. We 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 hear a lot about um, you know models, legal documents. So this is all going to be very very critical information for bringing this back into a model, helping with um, you know, pay requisitions, basically real time pay requisitions. We're not having to chase down uh, these pieces of paper trying to figure out what the contractor should be getting paid. Everybody's basically verifying this in real time, right? So helping speed that process up. And then thinking about, okay, how can we um, build these projects better in the future with understanding, I know where my plant is, I know where my job site is, why aren't I using the, the closest plant to the job site to deliver these materials in the most you know, environmentally um, friendly manner? So this data is going to help inform uh, you know, how, uh, how the next generation of projects get, get built in a very... Um, you know, data-driven decision-making uh, manner. So very, very important there. And then one, one other piece I want to touch on. Long-standing policy for DOTs across the country. Exactly. And then, you, you know, you talked about the, the rapid growth of this and Houston and team have done a phenomenal job of helping to identify within the DOTs champions of, of change, really. And uh, Ohio DOT is a phenomenal example of like why this thing has gone so well, because I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about, you know, Janet and Ashley and how they've like supported this initiative and worked with the, the um, contracting community to really get the message and, and be collaborative. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's paramount, right? It's you, you have to you can't innovate and not execute. You, the execution side has to happen. And that's where, like Matt said, having a champion, having someone that's going to go out, that's going to communicate this to the industry, let the industry know that this is what we want to do as a state. This is our goals. This is the direction we're going. If there's gaps or things that we need to talk about, let's have those conversations. Let's let's do that. But let's be on the same page. Let there be no surprises. The more we talk about this, the more that we head those things off. And I think that's in Ohio specifically what they've been. They've done very well is that communication piece to the industry has been great. They let everybody know what's going on. Any feedback? Do we need to talk about specifications? Do we need to talk about how this whole thing works? What happens in this one weird situation? What happens in this other one-off situation? Understand that we're all walking in this path together, right? It's it's not one person's going this way, the industry's going the other way. We're all taking this journey together. And how do we how do we close those gaps? And it's it all comes back to that communication. So having someone that's going to own it, having someone that's going to champion it, that's huge. That makes a huge difference in rolling out this whole EDOT platform. And and it's not exactly a secret that why Ohio DOT has been so successful that her name is Janet Fredway and team. 
Uh, and uh, uh, Janet served as a senior advisor to the National E-Ticketing Task Force and was just, uh, she's just been a, a, an amazing advocate uh, for this transition. Um, I had the, benef the, the, the opportunity when we were producing the e-ticketing uh, infodocs to visit with her at a meeting that I think Hall Hub was briefing. The name of the organization that was hosting the meeting was uh, the Ohio Aggregates and Stone Association. I think I got that right. An, amaz uh, an amazing executive director who could not have been more uh, supportive. Uh, both at an interview with us for the piece and just uh, in the context of the meeting, because he was bringing some people together who have reason to be, you know, skeptical about these things. They've long history of relationships with state DOTs, but what Janet was saying to them was, it's important to us that we have an ongoing, consistent relationship. You have any questions, any challenges associated with the transition, we're here to talk to you. So they were having like weekly meetings and people could just call in and, in and ask directly to the state DOT what questions are doing. So, you know, that seems to be a common pattern. We had a similar situation in Delaware with uh, with uh, the deputy secretary and chief engineer, Shante Hastings. She, she, we did a similar interview and she was talking about the role that, you know, engagement with the contractors plays in anything they do rolling it out. So could, how important is it for that industry relationship with the uh, um, uh, with either the technology companies or other players in the process and moving things along, um, I know you've had a lot of uh, uh, work work done with you know uh, relationship building with uh, state trade associations. Just give me a sense of who are the players that it takes to make this successful and how important is that collaboration. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, so that's one of the first things we do. It's We approach this as a partnership. And one of the first things we do when we come into a new state is communication. That's the first thing that we need to figure out. Well, here's templates, here's ways that we've seen other states be successful in approaching the industry. This is what we see in work elsewhere. Here are centralized locations for you to come and read the information, to distribute the information. Um, and so that's kind of what it all what all comes back to. Our first step in everything is organizing and communicating. Communicating, having those dedicated people. We want to go out to industry. So you've, you've got people like Matthew that are going out there and then we come in behind his footsteps and he's already kind of laid the groundwork for us. Um, and then we can come follow in and make sure that we're, we're true to those relationships, right? That we want to keep following up and we want to know if you have an issue or if there's something that we can do to improve your day-to-day. -day. How do we make that easier for you. And I think that understanding that we're here to continue to innovate, this is not one single feature that we're trying to get you to, to use, right? We're here to continuously innovate. So if you have issues or there's something else that would make life easier for you, that's what we want to know. And that's, that's how the product has gotten to be where it is today is based off that feedback and based off of hearing those things. Yeah, it's a, it's a really a true partnership. And like all, all of these ideas that, uh, that are, get generated, right? We meet with our DOT partners on a weekly basis and have deep discussions about what do you folks want to see next in the platform? And literally a week or two later, the stuff shows up and basically minds are blown with like how fast things are moving. And it's, uh, it's really powerful to, um, you know, have that trust, build that trust with the, with the DOT partners. And, uh, it's really just a sort of an awesome opportunity to, to show them, um, you know, how, how modern technology, uh, works and is evolving and can help them, um, you know, in their daily business to, to solve some of these problems that they've had for, for a long, long time where technology can come in and, and bridge that gap that, uh, that they're having. Collaboration so a, and partnerships, key to advancing technology. I had a, a great conversation with Keith Platty, who runs the, 
the uh, Ashtoware project at, uh, uh, at, uh, at Ashto, of course. And uh, uh, just a, a real, a very, very interesting conversation explaining what Ashtoware did and how it works. And, and part of that conversation was their relatively new approach um, um, called an alliance. And uh, Hall Hub Technologies recently became an alliance partner, I think is uh, not partner, but alliance. Explain to me uh, the, the relationships, the, the context, the, 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 and from Hall Hub Technologies' point of view, how important is that, um, that uh, partnership um, with uh, Ashton? So we were fortunate enough uh, probably about uh, six to eight months ago to enter into that alliance with Ashto. So after uh, I think about 12 DOTs that we had officially signed, um, we had enough momentum to, to work with Ashto and say, hey, I think it makes more sense to develop a little bit, uh, you know, next step in this relationship. And so uh, really we're in a product alliance with Ashto. So what that means is any DOT can now go into the Ashtoware catalog, basically check the box procure the the hall hub um, platform and then then move forward and take um, be able to you know take the innovations and kind of move move forward with those innovations so it's been a sort of phenomenal opportunity for us and uh, I think now there's there's close to 40 dots that uh, that we've got um, you know through the through the ashto uh, side of things and it's uh, just been a phenomenal um, help in our in our growth and really what what this means is um, Ashto is starting to develop this Ashtoware Open API, and it's um, you know really um, set a set a foundation for um, you know bringing those innovations rapidly to the DOTs, and then tying into their tool sets um, to help them automate a lot of their processes, help them um, you know tie this data into uh, whether it's the asset management side of things with like the Esri Arc GIS piece or into the Ashtoware. Uh, project side of things to help uh, contractors get paid faster. It's just op opening up a lot of those opportunities to really um, integrate, you know, more um, uh, successfully into the into the DOT's uh, native software. You mentioned Esri, yes. and for our listeners uh, yes. who don't know the acronym soup of everything, Esri is actually the name of a company. And they're so key to what you're doing. Can you just give us a couple of minutes explaining what Esri does so and Esri, why it's so important to your approach? So, so Esri really is like the fundamental geolocation um, technology that most DOTs, most uh, governments are using to basically understand where assets are on a map in three-dimensional space. And so now as construction materials get digitized and geolocated, helping DOTs understand where those pavement assets are on a map and then um, run analysis through some of the Esri tools, um, you know, using um, the combined ecosystems is, is very, very um, going to be very important for, for asset management and then understanding, you know, when uh, pavement um, needs to get replaced and those sorts of things. So helping with uh, sort of long-term planning of, uh, of projects is, is very important. So Esri does a phenomenal job of, uh, um, you know, giving DOTs geospatial tool sets to, uh, to help manage their, their assets. Um, we're, we could do this all day, but we won't. Uh, I just, Anything you'd like to add or underscore before we have to wrap up this conversation and probably anticipate another one at some point? 
EDOT, I think it's more of a, it's a concept, right? We're going to continue to innovate. We're going to continue to add. Matt spoke to some of the the pillars that we're working through right now, but it's a continuous improvement, right? We're always innovating. I think Uh, everything is going that direction. And that's really what EDOT encompasses is it's a, it's a directional change. That's, we're tying everything together. Um, There's going to be, there's going to be more to come, right? There's always going to be something additional that can be looped in that's going to provide value on the job site. And the alliance uh, with Ashto and Ashtoware, I mean, these alliances, they have opportunities and, and similar practices with other companies, but what it's done to accelerate uh, e-ticketing, uh, largely because the technology that you provided is, provide, is in real time ready and effective. And, you know, you're sort of, you'll prove your own metal over time, but uh, clearly thus far, it seems to be a very strong uh, uh, introduction. And that um, is going to provide, uh, from the standpoint, if you, if you begin with describing the benefits of, of e-ticketing alone that we've already discussed, um, within two to three years, it's going to be standard practice around the country. All that data that used to go on paper to die is now harnessed, managed, and secured, and able to be developed for an untold number of applications. And we haven't even talked about the data source that you're going to get from uh, from uh, incorporating uh, uh, um, um, environmental product declaration technology um, um, to the work site, which is really what you're talking about, uh, to, the, to the work zone. So um, it's, it's a great example of how technology can literally revolutionize the way state DOTs do business overnight and provide huge payback and benefits. So um, keep up the good work. Um, I, I see a growing acceptance and commitment from state DOTs across the country to go there. And, uh, and you've seen it first uh, up close and personal, exactly. working literally yeah, with most exactly. states and state DOTs in the country. And I think not just on the DOT side of things, but once you look at on the private side, you've got massive support from age, um, from like ARPA, AGC, the equipment manufacturers, the major materials associations, all thinking about how we move into the 21st century and digitize a lot of these workflows and a lot of these systems. And so you've got that support there. There's uh, um, folks coalescing around a common vision on where a lot of this stuff goes. Thanks to Federal Highways BIM for Infrastructure Roadmap. That's really setting uh, sort of the bar and, and guiding light for where a lot of these folks are going. So I think in conjunction with the DOTs working with those major um, private uh, associations is, is really going to help this thing accelerate and uh, like, like you always say, we, we can do better. We, 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 can, can, do we better. can do this thing in, uh, in less than 10 years. And so I think, uh, I think we're, on, we're on a good path to, to Well, and when the BIM for Infrastructure Roadmap came out, my, my, it was a, a, and I've uh, c- congratulated Federal Highway and the authors. It's very, very well done, very well written, very well researched. The only, quant- the, the only reservation I had was we can do better. It, should take, it shouldn't take 10 years, given we're already about five years behind where Europe is. So, um, uh, and, 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 and I had this conversation with one of the authors who said, of course you can do better. 
it, it's a function of commitment and resources. The more a state DOT is willing to commit in resources and talent and ability and contractors, the faster they can get there. Um, it's not a function of the technology being, you know, it, 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 we're not in we're not in R and D, the research and development term for our uh, of, of R and D. Um, so, you know, it's uh, we're just at such a crucial point where I think we can uh, really continue to catalyze this movement as uh, as a collection of state agencies. So DOTs are uniquely positioned to do that, unlike most state or most public agencies in general. They're, they can be very entrepreneurial and almost have to be to keep up with the changes that are facing them and the challenges that are facing them. The 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 the. the uh, uh, the current uh, IIJA or the bipartisan infrastructure law, billions of dollars over and above the program they're already administering, which was sorely needed. Um, and it's been really remarkable how they've been able to manage and meet the demands placed upon them and are continuing to deliver projects effectively. And it's already owing to some degree to technology involved in the process. So. Um, Great work, great conversation. Um, my message to DOTs across the country is keep it up if you're already there. And if you're not, get on board. R&D, <laughs> rip off and duplicate. Rip Let's off go. and duplicate <laughs> generously. Yeah, yeah, you got it. So Matthew and Houston, thank you very much for uh, joining me for this conversation. And uh, I'm sure we'll do it again someday. Thanks, Greg. It was Appreciate a pleasure. It. Thank, thank you. you so much.